On today's show, we explore a few of the important considerations for building a modern, holistic, and personalized retirement plan and offer a checklist to help you along the way. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. We're going through a checklist, the same kind of checklist they go through with you at Roberts Wealth when you first meet with them to determine and help determine if you're ready for retirement or what needs to be put in place to be ready for retirement. It's Retire Right Radio. That's what it's all about, retiring the right way with the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management and one of the uh, star all-star team members with us. He is Weston Lindemann. Weston, hey, great to be with you again. Hey, Dave. Glad to be back. Yeah. Some important stuff to cover today, so thanks for having me again. Yeah, as always, um, and a pleasure. Looking forward to it. Now we, we're starting with a checklist, and we're going to tick off as uh, check off as many of these boxes as we can in this segment. But it really is a, a kind of a look inside that comprehensive review that you offer every week, and what you're talking to uh, uh, clients about, people who come to you like this one. What is enough for you in retirement? Uh, that that's a very important. It is. And, you know, people see a lot of different things out there. Uh, they read in, you know, the Wall Street Journal that you have to have a certain amount of money saved to successfully retire. And oftentimes people come in our office with that number kind of floating around in their head. Maybe it's a half million dollars. For some people, they think a million dollars. Well, the truth is, it's not really that simple. Um, we have to start with some basic questions on our end. And we, we like to, you know, have these casual conversations. So we'll begin with asking things like, what do you plan on doing in retirement and a lot of times people have kind of thought about that but not to the extent that they could tell me you know what exactly is their goal income in retirement and that Mm -hmm. that's kind of the step one in determining well what is enough in terms of retirement savings and so uh, from there you know there's a lot of rules that people have have used in the past like the four percent withdrawal rule yeah well well, that's fine as a a withdrawal strategy for some people uh, that's not even relevant because it really comes down to your expense needs, right? And so mm-hmm. we're, we're going to ask people questions about, um, you know, how much income are they going to have in retirement from fixed income, from Social Security, maybe there's a pension. And then when we look to withdrawing from our retirement assets, of course, we want to keep it at 4%, maybe 5% on the high end. That's just because we don't want to deplete the principal. But uh, when it comes to determining what is enough, the conversation centers around things like, uh, what is your household expenses today? You know, if you if we have something like the mortgage that's going to be paid off in a few years, then we know, well, we might have a few years in retirement where we're, st- we're still paying that. But eventually that'll be paid off. And so then we wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. And likewise, though, we have to think about other things like losses of income, not just losses of uh, future expenses. And so and things like how much income will you lose if one spouse passes away? That right. can be really consequential to a retirement plan. And so... Um, what is enough depends on a lot of things, and that's the kind of question and answer process that we'll go through in order to determine that for you. Well, here's a conversation you also have with people, and yeah, it does, uh, into that conversation enters the same thing you just said, uh, loss of income in the event of the death of a spouse, and that is when you take Social Security. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, people have it kind of in their minds, there's two strategies, take it as soon as you can or wait as long as you can. <laughs> right. For Maybe us, somewhere a, in the middle could work. Right? Absolutely. It's a little bit more complex. And for us, there's two main considerations when trying to figure out what's right for someone when filing for Social Security. And that is your income plan, 
how are you going to derive income for the first you know few years of retirement if you are going to delay filing until say 67 or 70 if you retire before that you have to fund retirement somehow which buckets of money do you pull from in order to do that you know you got to be conscious of things like your Medicare premiums when you get to 63 because there's that two-year look-back period at age 65 mm-hmm. so we got to be cognizant we have to be cognizant of all these things and make sure that uh, we're, we're doing our due diligence in creating an income plan that gets us to that delayed filing age so that we can get that max benefit. But the second half of that question is, of course, well, how long are we planning for exactly? And yeah. what I mean by that is if if we have some you know intuition as best as we can identify that we're you know going to live a long life into our 90s, well, then in that case, we would like to try and hold off filing until we get as close to age 70 as possible, because that's really when it's going to pay off in the long run. When we get into our mid 80s, we're going to reach that break even point for Social Security. So it's really important that we weigh both sides of that and not just take a, you know, shoot from the hip approach in saying, well, I'll either take it as soon as possible or as late as possible. Yeah. I mean, you even look at family history in that regard. And we do. We do. Decision. Uh, a lot of people come to you, even when they're in their 50s, the financial red zone, which is actually a good thing to do to start getting in retirement planning mode, uh, not even near Social Security yet, but thinking about it, and yeah. certainly not anywhere close to needing possibly long-term care. But is that the good time to start planning for that with strategies? Well, when we look at these long-term care policies today, um, you know, the later in life you purchase them, the more expensive they are likely to be. And so for a lot of our clients, it's not really the right fit. It's, of course, something we'll look at on a case-by-case basis. But for the most part, we've got to look at uh, doing other things like self-insuring. And for us, that means making sure that we've done a lot on the front end to clean up things like our tax liability, um, cleaning up what buckets our money is in. If, if our dollars are primarily in tax-deferred accounts, accounts that are going to be subject at 73 to required minimum distributions, well, if you've got these dollars earmarked for a future long-term care need, then unfortunately, uh, they may not be available because the IRS is going to make you start taking withdrawals from your IRA at mm-hmm. age 73, and they're going to want that account drained in about 20 years, which is right on schedule with when someone is more likely to need long-term care. Right, exactly. I mean, there's so many, and there are fortunately are alternatives in that regard to long-term care insurance. Uh, we're looking at, we're checking off the uh, the boxes on the checklist that they'll run through with you when you meet with the team at, all, at Roberts Wealth Management, 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680 to schedule. You mentioned mortgage earlier. Now, what if you have one of those great interest rates that are that no longer exist? Uh, can you get strategic with your mortgage as opposed to rushing to pay it off? Sure. And that's part of the conversation as well. A lot of times people are eager to pay off that mortgage. They want, you know, no debt going into retirement, but we have to kind of weigh uh, the opportunity cost sometimes. So if we've got some lump sum uh, dollars sitting around, perhaps in a non-qualified retirement account or in a qualified retirement account. And, you know, you, you have it in your head that you, you would like to have no debt going into retirement. Well, um, I appreciate the sentiment there, but sometimes it's better to just keep making the payments on the mortgage. Let's reposition those dollars in, in your investment accounts so that they earn more interest. And over time, that's going to be more beneficial to your financial plan than taking the lump sum, paying off the mortgage. And while it's a a relief to have no debt, um, when your money's working for you, 
you know, a 3% interest rate on a mortgage isn't as big of a problem. A couple of things, too, uh, before you enter retirement, and especially those early years uh, when you're more active, if you're thinking of any upgrades, whether to your house, getting a boat, new car, or even uh, changing homes, what needs to be considered? Well, this is a big part of the liquidity conversation. Whenever we look at asset allocation, you know, how do we reposition these dollars? They've been sitting in the 401k all this time, and you have that limited menu of options. Well, now you work with Robert Swelt, then you have more options available to you, especially, you know, considering this is an independent fiduciary firm. We're not going to be tied to specific products that we're recommending to you. So when we look at asset allocation, a big part of that conversation is what is the purpose of these dollars? And, and that kind of goes into a lot of the other questions that we ask, again, along the lines of what do we plan on doing in retirement? So if someone indicates to me that they have hobbies that are expensive, then as we go through our conversation in that initial discovery meeting, I'm going to ask uh, more and more questions about things like, are there going to be big ticket purchases that you intend to make using some of these dollars? And a mm-hmm. lot of times we uncover that in our first conversation. And that means that we need to build enough liquidity into any plan that we present to fulfill that later need for a major purchase. And in the time remaining, is this the time, let's, well, especially, I guess, at, at 59 and a half, is that the time to look at any Roth conversions if you're going to do it? Well, a lot of that depends on what tax bracket we're in currently. You know, if you're working at 59 and a half and you're already, say, at the 22% tax bracket and you have an effective tax rate of, you know, 17 and a half or greater, Roth conversions may, may not be the most appropriate time for you to be considering that. Mm-hmm. Now, if we've got our eye on retirement in a couple of years and we're 59 and a half, uh, then we want to make sure that we're doing things that we can, right? If we're contributing to a 401k and our 401k plan offers a Roth portion, then we should be strategically you know, putting our contributions into that side of the 401k plan. And likewise, if we're making contributions to a traditional IRA, we should prioritize the Roth IRA over the traditional. Uh, but typically, once we get in our first few years of retirement, that's when we're being more aggressive with the Roth conversions because we have pretty much no income to show for at that point, especially if we've stopped working, we're not taking our social security yet. And we have a few years until we get to that Medicare age where the look back will start to affect us the two year period before Medicare age. And so that's really the sweet spot for Roth conversions. But this is something that we do for people all the way up into RMD age. Yeah. So it's it never feel like you're too late to the game on Roth conversions. Absolutely. Now, this checklist uh, may look similar for everyone, uh, but the answers are different because it's the custom approach that they take at Roberts Wealth Management. Come in and have this conversation. You can schedule it. Now, the great thing is it's some of your time, but a good valuable use of it. And it's at no cost, no obligation to schedule now with uh, Weston and the team. Absolutely. And all of this checklist, it really speaks to the holistic process that we use at Robert's Wealth. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family, you you have to have access to a a financial planning team that takes a holistic approach to retirement planning. So we're going to look at all aspects of your financial picture, and then we're going to take a step back, get together with the team, come to the table with some recommendations on how to address all of these things that we've talked about today and more. So if that sounds like something that you're in need of, then give us a call and we'd be happy to meet with you. And that's to 800-891-8680. 
800-891-8680 and a comprehensive review where everything Weston just mentioned on that pre-retirement checklist, they're going to go through with you in a custom fashion, uh, a fiduciary approach, a comprehensive review. There is no obligation, but if you do go forward, this is a great head start in having that information. And it's also, it will lead if you go forward with the team to holistic planning, 800-891-8680 to schedule. Get a look at what your retirement can be. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680 and the team they open their schedule every week on this show to make this available if you go ahead and call in and get on the schedule at no cost no obligation again 800-891-8680 it is retire right radio and weston lindeman is part of the team of all-star advisors at roberts wealth management well what is a personal pension and is it attainable and if so how do we go about it Coming up, Weston's going to walk us through the highlights of building that personal pension in our retirement. Stay with us on Retire Right Radio. Well, most of us, I think it's safe to say in the private sector, no longer have that retire with that pension. So how do we build in a personal pension? What is a personal pension? That's what we're going to talk about with Weston Lindemann. Weston is part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. Roberts Wealth Management dedicated to keeping that that home local feel, mom and pop. And they are local to you wherever you are with offices around Houston, also in Biloxi, in uh, Pensacola, in Daphne. I mean, all around. It's a growing firm, definitely, but committed to that that personal touch and everyone they deal with. Weston Lindemann is part of that team, but you actually have the whole team behind your retirement and what are the best strategies for you. We're going to look at building a personal pension. When you retire and that paycheck goes away, what do you replace it with? So Weston, what are some of the factors you look at as a financial professional when you're helping someone determine their income needs first before you start building it? Well, first we look at current expenses and kind of navigate from there. You know, are there going to be bills that we have today that we don't expect to have in retirement? Sometimes it's the reverse. Are there going to be expenses in retirement that we don't currently have today? And for some people that's increased healthcare costs. It varies from person to person. Another thing we want to have a good idea about is what streams of income do we lose when we go into retirement? And so that, again, is different for different people. And sometimes it's staggered, right? If you have a family, um, you know, spouses that are at different ages, different, Mm -hmm. you know, phases in the retirement process, maybe one's in the financial red zone and the other's already in retirement. And so there's a bit of an adjustment period where the income plan uh, over the years is expected to change drastically. And that's why we always say when we first present an income plan uh, to a a new client that this is guaranteed to be wrong because what we're doing is we're forecasting out, you know, a 30-year look into the future at where income is going to come from. And we start by looking at subtotals. Subtotal to us is all of our fixed income, our mailbox money, things that we know are coming in. uh, And all we have to do is wake up in the morning in order to get that, right? Social security, pension, if you've got it. If you don't have a pension, well, then we can look at creating additional streams of income and in the way that we position our assets. And so one of the things we have to consider there is, um, you know, market risk. If too much of our dollars is hanging out in the stock market and any sort of market downturn happens, can we weather that storm 
while taking withdrawals from our accounts? Well, if our accounts are down 20% because of some world event taking place that shouldn't affect our personal lives, but Mm -hmm. now it does in retirement, then uh, not only do we have to consider cutting back on our costs, but we've got to consider the fact that we're compounding our losses if we're pulling from those assets still while they're down. And so part of our approach is to make sure that we have diversified streams of income. And we do that by leveraging multiple different asset classes. And that's something that I think sets us apart. And it kind of goes into uh, why we really pride ourselves in being an independent firm, uh, because we have more tools in the toolbox, more arrows in the quiver, so to speak. And that allows us to uh, be more strategic in the way that we arrange for income planning to get the maximum benefit of our dollars in retirement. And it's why we uh, don't adhere so strictly to these rules that you'll read about on the internet and in the news about how much you need to have saved for retirement. Because a lot of that traditional wisdom, if you will, uh, is dependent upon just having a stock bond portfolio that, as we've seen in recent years, 2020 to 2023 is the first time, uh, by the way, since 1970 to 1973, that the bond market has suffered three straight years of consecutive losses. Wow. What that means is if you're sitting in that portfolio, that 60-40 stock bond allocation that's supposed to provide you stability and safety in retirement, you haven't seen that in recent years. And instead, again, you've been compounding your losses while pulling in income. That means that the dollars are ultimately not going to last as long as you had previously expected. We're talking about the streams of income necessary in retirement and also that personal pension uh, maybe that one that's very similar, maybe even has some advantages to the traditional pension and more of that is coming up, but they can actually talk even more specifically with you if you schedule with Weston and the team at Roberts Wealth Management, 800-891-8680 to do that, 800-891-8680. Yeah, you stress the importance of having you know multiple streams of income. If people think of a personal pension, I guess the first thing they may think of is that it it's going to be there like a pension would be there. Uh, what tools are available to build that for people? Yeah, you, you said that quite well because a pension has guarantees. And a lot of the times when we're investing, we're investing in ways that don't have a lot of guarantees. We mm-hmm. have you know guaranteed vol- volatility, but guaranteed <laughs> volatility isn't exactly what we're looking for at this stage <laughs> yeah. of life. And so While there's no one size fits all here, uh, there are some things that we can look at, especially in this rising interest rate environment that we've seen. But Robert's wealth approach is always to look at what are we positively correlated with today? You know, and so in a rising interest rate environment right now, fixed indexed annuities in particular have incredible rates. It's why they're calling it the insurance renaissance right now. And while it may not be a good fit for everyone, uh, for those who are seeking that personal pension, there's a couple of approaches that we can take. And so fixed indexed annuities, the concept is simple. We have a guarantee built in to that plan. And that guarantee is not necessarily on how much money we're going to make, but it's a guarantee against any sort of loss. These would be accounts that um, in a fixed indexed annuity, you would not be taking any steps backwards. And so you don't have to get 100% of the upside in the good years because in the bad years, you're not taking any losses. Right. And this allows us to create more of a foundation for our income plan, because we can say, here are a portion of the assets that no matter what happens in the world, uh, these dollars are going to be here. And in years where we can have the foresight to say, we don't expect the market to do very good, 
we use what is in this annuity, the fixed rate. And right now, there are fixed rates as high as 8% available. There's also upfront bonuses with some of these fixed indexed annuities where you, uh, you, know, you put in $100,000 today and tomorrow that number is now 110000 right? A 10% mm-hmm. bonus on the front end. And so these, these kinds of things can help us out in, yeah. in years like right now when there's the high potential for market turmoil. Now, of course, we expect there to be opportunities for growth in the market this year, and we're planning on in our actively managed accounts to take advantage of that Hope to you're seek right. those opportunities. But we also believe in this election year and with conflict going on globally that there are plenty of pitfalls in the market. And uh, any number of indicators that if these you know red lights go off, so to speak, we know that we should be positioning ourselves more defensively. Well, we feel comfortable taking on certain levels of risk, seeking certain opportunities in the market when we know our clients are positioned with a certain portion of their portfolio protected via the guarantees that a fixed index annuity offers. And so uh, I guess a final note on that is the annuity world is infinitely complex and no two of these things are exactly alike. And so if you've got some pre-existing knowledge of the annuity world, it could be of the uh, variable variety. It could be income-based annuities. You know, you give a lump sum of money up, you forfeit that lump sum, and you get a recurring income stream for the rest of your life. And those have good and bad qualities to them. But we are specifically interested today in fixed indexed annuities because of their positive correlation with rising interest rates and their guarantees against that market downturn. Those are two very important things right now in the world because we're coming off of a 10-year bull run in which anyone, really everyone, looked like a stock market genius during this time period. I mean, there's the uh, <laughs> the joke about the chimpanzee that was throwing darts at a dartboard selecting <laughs> stocks and had a positive, you know, in the green portfolio. And oh, so, yeah. You know, the idea that there's going to be another 10-year historic bull run, uh, let's do the math there, that means 20 years of nothing but good times, uh, seems unlikely. And so we want to be aware of the moment in time that we're in and looking at the 2020s you know we don't have a crystal ball at robert's wealth but we feel that with the rising interest rates again uh, it's a unique time for fixed indexed annuities to really outshine in a lot of ways i like what you said it's uh the the insurance renaissance but not only with annuities certainly the the they're not our grandparents parents annuities but even with life insurance and how that has evolved in many ways in in more positive ways or more diverse ways so with the um with the once that personal pension is built what what investment strategies then could go hand in hand with them with that yeah, so one of the things that we look at is our market dollars to complement what we're doing on the protection side of things. So instead of having that traditional stock bond allocation that's proven to be a loser the past few years, we're looking for, instead of bonds, we're leveraging the fixed indexed approach to protection. And then on our market dollars, we're taking a tactical management approach. That's because we're using money managers whose job it is all day to monitor our clients' accounts and make sure that their dollars are right where they need to be at the right time. And so what's true about our portfolios today will be different, you know, six months from now. In the same way that last year, our approach was oftentimes to shift our allocation from being heavy in treasuries to perhaps being less in treasuries with, say, 50% of the portfolio, moving that number, you know, accordingly 
to how much risk we're willing to take on. And then from there, the rest of our portfolio being in sector rotation, you know, we're looking to, to mm-hmm. put that portfolio in what's making money today. And so that that's different from the previous 10 years where the approach was more so let's just, you know, death by diversification. We've seen people come in with portfolios. We get a Morningstar report on it and they, they believe that there's, they're so diversified that, you know, no market downturn should affect them because that's the idea, right? You can weather all storms in a portfolio that has proper correlations built in, except that if all of your ETFs or mutual funds are pretty much holding the same thing. Yeah, it's overlap. There's a ton of overlap that we see in these things. And so our approach is different. We want not necessarily concentrated positions, but we want to limit the overall number of holdings that we have at one time. And when it comes to separate ETFs, we want negative correlation. So we'll look at a correlation matrix that will show you, you know, are your holdings moving in tandem? If they're both moving up at the same time, that means they're both moving down at the same time. And so ideally, we have things that while one is moving up, the other, you know, hopefully is moving up as well. But if one is moving down, we want something else in our portfolio to be moving up as well. And that and that's where looking at a correlation matrix is yeah. a, is an important factor that we consider. Yeah, I love that because, uh, yeah, you don't want them both moving down at the same time. So not only do you would you look at adjusting the risk as people get older and near retirement, but also getting or, or remaining strategic with that as well in your investment strategies. It's all about the strategies. Great information from Weston. Nice to know a lot of this is available now, and you can find out how it could apply to you if you schedule 800-891-8680. That is how you schedule a comprehensive review with the team at Roberts Wealth Management and coming into the office that's most convenient to you. They'll work all that out when they get with you simply to to schedule a good time to come in. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. You know, we talk about a lot of ages of note on this show and how they're important to the retirement planning process. Well, we're going to tackle the age of 59 and a half coming up and why that's so important to the puzzle of your financial plan. ages in our lives you know 16 to drive 18 to vote 21 we all know about that one uh, and then of course hitting the age of uh, 65 for medicare whatever your full retirement age is for social security a lot of benchmark uh, goalpost ages but what about this age we're going to talk about this with weston lindeman and the significance of the age of 59 and a half and i don't know that anyone really knows why it's the half in there. But sometimes in the retirement universe, that half age factors in. This is Retire Right Radio. Weston Lindemann, part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. Learn more about the firm at the website, robertswealth.com. I'm Dave Perkins. Weston, uh, so w- what is the overall significance of the age of 59 and a half? Well, now, why they chose that half portion there. I, I can't say, but I don't think while, anybody knows while we're loosely on the subject. I, th- I think we need something other than midlife crisis in between 21 and the excitement around that. Yeah. And, where was it? What age I, there? I was trying to think of one. What yeah, is then there? I, I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I, I think it says a lot about uh, us that, that yeah. society doesn't really value as much the ages in between. Right. But when you right. get to 59 and a half, it, it's not necessarily a magical number, but the, the number does say that we have more freedom all of a sudden. 
in the way we position our assets. And mm-hmm. it's something that you don't want to really hit snooze on because what happens is for a lot of people, you know, you've got a lot of money in that 401k at this stage of life. And that 401k, you know, it's an, it's an investment vehicle, but it's by no means the most efficient way to manage money. And so when you get to 59 and a half, you know, if you're still employed and you're still contributing to your 401k, now all of a sudden you can do uh, an in-service 401k rollover. In-service just says that you're keeping your 401k open. You're going to continue contributing to it. But the balance of that 401k today, you would like it to be managed elsewhere because of the greater flexibility. And so when we look at you know target retirement dates, if, if you're 59 and a half and you'd like to be retired at 62, don't delay rolling over that 401k. Uh, because if any sort of market downturn happens while you've got those dollars in the 401k, unless you're sitting in one of those stable value funds, not mm-hmm. earning really any interest, then those dollars are going to be susceptible to market risk. And it's not like you really have an advisor that's uh, constantly looking after your dollars and having that conversation with you if you're just with the 401k plan. And so that's that's one of the first things we want to consider. But it's also the time where you can take withdrawals from these accounts, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, without any penalty. And so now you'll still have to pay taxes on these dollars. But mm-hmm. it's when it finally becomes penalty-free, meaning we have access to them, and that opens up that conversation to do Roth conversions. Because the earlier we can start that, the better. Right. And 59 and a half is a great time to start uh, placing that hedge against future tax increases, especially when you consider that the tax code is currently set to expire in 2025, meaning a rewrite of the tax code is on the way. And our anticipation, our, our belief, our expectation is that taxes will more than likely be on the rise. And we point to a couple of things for that. There's already been legislative changes in recent years. Um, but not only that, there's you know, 31 trillion in, in, in the national debt and about 60 trillion in the retirement accounts of the baby boomer generation. So the writing is on the wall as far as we're concerned, and we want to get ourselves positioned ahead of that. Now, 59 and a half is kind of the starting point where we can start taking you know, more advanced maneuvers towards developing a tax efficient strategy and dealing with that. You know, are there any, uh, so definitely that would tie in with uh, strat- proactive strategies you can look at at 59 and a half. I, I guess, are, I know there are penalty benefits. In, in other words, it, the penalty is removed. Any tax benefits then, or is it just that you can, it's a good time to start proactively strategizing? Well, it's, it's really about the proactive strategizing at that mm-hmm. point. You're deep in the financial red zone at 59 and a half. And so we've got to make sure that we have fewer mistakes made in our financial plan. And that just goes into step one, have a plan, right? So this is a great time to set an appointment, right? If you're at 59 and a half, this is where an advisor can really uh, come in and do the most for you. If you're before 59 and a half, it's still worthwhile having a conversation. Mm -hmm. We we see it, you know, at least once a week, someone... uh, younger than 59 and a half comes in our office and we have conversations. Now, sometimes we're limited in what we can do, uh, but a lot of times it creates opportunities for us to do our 401k coaching where we say, yeah, sure, 401ks are limited in what they can do, but the least we can do is check in with you once a quarter and make sure that your 401k is allocated properly as it should be. And that's, that's a free service that we provide as a way to add value in advance of you reaching that age so that once you get to 59 and a half, You'll remember Robert's wealth and hopefully have had a good experience with us at that point. 
and would like to explore working with us further. Yeah. I mean, that 401k coaching program in and of itself is a good reason uh, to consider coming in even pre 59 and a half. And maybe that, you know, they can also in that consultation, look at your risk and where you are with that too, at that age. But yeah, 59 and a half, certainly that's when you can start getting moving on a lot of things. 800-891-8680 is how you schedule with the team at Roberts Wealth. 800-891-8680 for a no cost, no obligation consultation. So Weston, obviously 59 and a half, and I do agree with you. We need some benchmark ages uh, after 21 pre 59 and a half, but we're not yet Medicare eligible. So any healthcare considerations at that point or pre-planning we could do? Yes, definitely. And one of those things is going to be keeping an eye on that target date. While 65 is Medicare age, it's the two years before that that are going to affect what your Medicare premiums actually are. And that means how much income do you show to the IRS? And so at 59 and a half, if we've got our eye on that target, uh, then we should be taking those steps to do some of the planning on the front end to where our dollars are sitting in tax-free accounts, such as Roth, Mm -hmm. when we get to age 63, so that if we're retired at that point and we don't have income from employment, we're not taking our withdrawals from qualified tax-deferred accounts that are going to affect our income. So when we look at our gross adjusted income for the year, if it's coming from Roth dollars, that means our Medicare premiums aren't going to be affected when we get to 65. So that that's part of the healthcare consideration. Another thing is gonna be along the terms of that you know long-term care consideration, uh, 59 and a half, probably not too late in the game to consider finding a long-term care policy with some reasonable premium structures, um, or at least you know having a plan in place to Again, set some tax-free dollars aside, dollars that aren't going to be subject to required minimum distributions so that the future health care concerns are all, you know, those, that's just another box checked. Another thing on 59 and a half, um, uh, what about it, your the way your assets are allocated? I mean, what changes should be or could be made then? Well, it kind of goes hand in hand with the flexibility of moving outside of the 401k world. So one, one thing I want to point to there is if we look at 2022, all of the losses of 2022 that people experienced in the market were primarily uh, the result of five trading days, five trading days contributing to the majority of the huh. losses in 2022. Wow. Five. So that days. means if we're sitting our dollars in a 401k and letting it ride and no one's really watching it, it, it goes in with the ups and downs of the market. However, if you're working with a firm that leverages tactical management, and this is different than you know day trading, timing the market, stock picking, but having a conscious effort made to maneuver the storms of the market in a way where we're you know moving to cash when certain triggers are met, when we're putting ourselves in a position where we're holding more treasuries that are safe assets in the event that certain economic indicators arise. With a, a, a two-pronged strategy of building in some protection and also sort of maneuvering in and out of uh, the risks of equities in the stock market, uh, this is the type of thing that can avoid significant losses in 2022. And it's why a lot of our clients saw uh, much smaller losses than the average person did in 2022. And so when it comes to you know rate of return, that's, that's oftentimes a misleading uh, conversation 
and you know advisors like to point to rate of return what's your rate of return well mm-hmm. uh, rate of return can show a positive number and you can still lose money over time and so that's you know the volatility in the market being demonstrated over the course of a few years in that example so one of the things we want to do when it comes to allocation and risk management is making sure that we're already following the rules of a successful retirement at 59 and a half and that is of course have a written plan uh, but number one is don't lose money and that that proved true in the most recent market downturn uh, we believe that in the, this year ahead there's going to be opportunities for our approach to portfolio management to really shine because we're going to capitalize when we can on the upside but we're also going to be paying attention um, to maneuver into more cash positions when needed in the event that there are signals in the market that there could be you know the storm ahead you know, interesting you said the rate of return, uh, because I know that Paul Roberts a couple of times on this show has talked about and explained how sometimes we misinterpret the average rate of return. So interesting strategies here from Weston and, and and things that open up to you, doors that open up to you at the age of 59 and a half. And whether you're in the financial red zone, pre-59 and a half, post-59 and a half, even if you're already retired and have something in place, maybe you don't feel total confidence in it. Maybe you just want to get another set of eyes on it. This is a great initial consultation and a great second opinion that you can schedule now at no cost and no obligation, Weston. And give us an idea of what happens when they come in. Well, it all starts with that casual conversation. You know, as casual as it can be, I'll have an iPad in hand and I'll be taking notes on your whole life story, but we like to, you know, take it in more of a conversational approach. And so uh, we do that so that we have enough information to take back to the rest of the team. That's where all 12 of our advisors who have different levels of expertise, different areas of expertise can come together and create a holistic plan that checks off all of these things that we've been talking about today to make sure that we have a plan in place to address all of this as we live in a world today that is ever-changing. You know, Congress is always looking to pass new laws that they'll come up with something like the SECURE Act that's supposed to set us up for an enhanced retirement, but Mm -hmm. then it actually makes it harder to retire. So you want to work with a team that (laughs) is aware of these things, that's paying attention and knows how to navigate through and around these obstacles. And that's what you get when you Come in for a meeting with us, and uh, it's about a three or four step process, and it's worked for now for 25 years, and that that's the process that we stick to. Well, and here's how you scheduled your review, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. And yeah, it's about how to best build a plan, but also in that re- partnership Reviews are necessary because, as as Weston just mentioned, there are legislative changes that could alter the retirement universe, your own life changes, and changes in the economy. So, yeah, tweaks are necessary, but it's not like you're reinventing the wheel in the review process. What does it look like for you? 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. This is at no cost, and it's at absolutely no obligation to come in. 800-891-8680 to schedule questions from listeners. Yeah, the listeners weigh in. Uh, Coming up, Q&A with Weston Lindemann, Retire Right Radio. Stay with us. It's Q&A. 
Q&A with Weston Lindemann, Retire Right Radio. Weston, part of the team of All-Star Advisors here on uh, Edward Roberts Wealth Management and here on the show because we've met a lot of the team members on this very show. Uh, you get a chance and, and uh, Roberts Wealth gets a, a chance to showcase uh, the talent, the experience, the wisdom, uh, those with knowledge of good strategies of retirement of today. And Weston is one of those. When you come in to meet with the team at Roberts Wealth, you're meeting with one person of the team, uh, but you've got the whole team behind you. They all have their own areas of expertise where they may be a little bit stronger, and they all have each other to rely on in that planning process for you. Q&A, you want to get a question in uh, to be answered on this show? Well, you can simply go to the website, robertswealth.com. That's another way to schedule the consultation. But if you say, hey, you can indicate, hey, answer this question on the show. We appreciate those who do that. We've got one coming from the Houston area saying, how do I find a way to invest that doesn't make me as overwhelmed as the markets have made me over the last year and a half, but still walk away with a good return and feeling of security? Yeah, it's easy to be overwhelmed with the volatility that we see in the markets today, right? If you watch your account on any regular yeah. basis, you're seeing it go up, you're seeing it go down. It's such a roller coaster ride. And if you're at or near retirement, that is absolutely overwhelming. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't want to, like you said, give up the good returns, but you do want a feeling of security. That's where having the, the more diversified stream of asset allocations comes in because if if you're leveraging something like for example fixed indexed annuities today again with rising interest rates that means that there are approaches right now that offer eight percent guarantees on fixed rates with the opportunity in future years to jump into the market not directly in the market where you're taking on risk but getting the upside of the market a portion of the upside sometimes as much as 80 percent of that upside but then having none of the downside risk And so in that example, it's what we like to say, you know, zero is your hero. Hmm. So if you can avoid losing money, you're already on your way to uh, steps one, two and three of a successful retirement. Right. Don't lose money is number one. And a good way to make sure that you do that is by having protection built into the plan. So if you don't want to feel overwhelmed by the markets, but you still want upside a portion of your dollars in some sort of fixed indexed strategy. And then the other portion has the ability now to maneuver in the market uh, without as much of a concern about that downside because you've got guarantees built into your overall plan and you know you're going to have a certain amount of dollars available to you when you need them. And Weston's what, three offices in in the Houston area? That's right. We've got the Woodlands, Sugarland, and Katy. So if you're closer to one or the other, then I recommend you you stop by, check it out. We have beautiful offices, I got to say in those locations and the advisors too are pretty good yeah absolutely and uh whichever uh, one uh, that's convenient to you in the houston area thanks so much for listening and sending the question in you can schedule at 800-891-8680 if you'd like to come in and talk more about this 800-891-8680 one from biloxi i'm 67 and retired I recently inherited $50,000 from a relative. Now, I am not interested in investing in the stock market. So what are some other options to invest? Well, at the risk of seeming like I'm dodging that question, I would first ask some other questions. And one would be, are we only talking about $50,000 here? Or are there other assets that are already positioned in a certain way? You say you're not interested in investing in the stock market. Is that because we have dollars already in the market? If so... 
Kind of like our last question, this may be a good opportunity to diversify where our dollars are positioned and having some protection built in with these 50,000. Uh, now, if you have a specific need that you're trying to achieve, right? 67 years old, already retired. Um, I would take a look first at income. Are our income needs being met? Are we keeping up with inflation? If we're living on fixed income, primarily social security, odds are we're not actually keeping up with inflation. Because while Social Security has a historic cost of living adjustment of 2%, and that should keep up with historic inflation. Right now, inflation's a little bit higher, and they've also stopped counting things like food and gas in the way they calculate inflation. And so um, if your primary need there is income, there are ways that we could position the 50000 to maximize your ability to draw income from it. And if you're at risk of outliving your money, you know that 50000 could be the difference in an extra four or five hundred dollars a month if positioned mm -hmm. accordingly and we can do that in a way where it doesn't run out so those are some options but really it's hard to give uh, a true menu of options without knowing all yeah. of the details of someone's needs i would say the most important thing is making sure that uh, we have some protection built into the overall plan but i would have more conversations with this person about why they're particularly shying away from the market. And then I think with some further conversation there, we could get an understanding of the best way to move forward with a recommendation for you. And you are retired, but you could still come in and have them talk to you more about this, where they can get into more specifics with follow-up questions, as Weston uh, showed you uh, in his answer there. But also, another set of eyes never hurts on what you have in place for your retirement, especially when it's at no cost. And no obligation to go forward. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Uh, this one's from Pensacola. Does my employer's matching contribution count towards the maximum that I can contribute to my 401k plan? It does not. Your contribution limits are based on your contributions. And so we think of the employer's match as bonus money. That's just free money that they yeah. sprinkle on top. <laughs> and while we're on the subject, though, I do want to stress if we're prioritizing maxing out our 401k, it should be because we have a Roth portion in that 401k. Otherwise, we're already steering down a path where we're missing out on better opportunities. So I just want to kind of stress that once more that if you're going into your financial strategy here in retirement, getting closer in the financial red zone, and you're prioritizing maxing out your 401k in tax deferred accounts, then we're setting ourselves up for a future tax bomb to go off. When, when you retire, the idea of being in a lower tax bracket sounds nice, but if Congress is getting ready to pass a law that increases your tax rate by, say, 10%, then by not putting our dollars in a post-tax account, such as Roth, then we're actually uh, limiting our ability to, uh, to have more dollars in the future. And so that's why we say that in, in retirement, it's not really what you earn at that point, it's what you keep. Mm -hmm. That does matter the most. And when it comes to maxing out 401ks, uh, oftentimes there are better strategies. But absolutely do that if you have the ability to and you have a Roth portion in your 401k plan. That can be a great way to get as much as $30,000 into Roth uh, versus the traditional Roth approach, the Roth IRAs that have limits that are going to be somewhere around $9,000 once you're able to in include that catch-up contribution as well. And so the 401k does have its benefits, um, particularly though these days if it has a Roth portion as well.
Yeah, and uh, in Weston mentioned earlier the 401k coaching program available at Roberts Wealth. And if Roth is good for you, which they can determine with you, um, then I like to call the Roth a, a, a tax-free crockpot. <clears throat> you know how you put that food in the crockpot in the morning when you get home? At night, it smells so good in the house. <laughs> I think I'll start using that. That's good. Yeah. I think about, you know, down the road, how good it'll feel when it's all tax-free. <laughs> so yes. it's coming home to that crock pot. All right, here's one from Daphne. I'm 65 and not yet retired. I'm considering purchasing an immediate annuity using all the funds in my 403B when I retire. Would the annuity distribution satisfy required minimum distributions? And how will placing the entire amount in an annuity be taxed? And how will the monthly payments be taxed? Okay, I'll take that kind of in reverse order. Your your monthly payments are going to be taxed at your ordinary income tax rate, which hopefully will be lower in retirement. But wouldn't it be a lot cooler if we took that 403B, we roll it over into an IRA, we convert it into Roth dollars, and then you get your income annuity. That way you're getting tax-free income from the annuity. To me, that's a much more appealing plan. Now, if you have an immediate need for those dollars, which could be why you're looking at an immediate annuity, then I understand, and we'll just have to deal with paying taxes at the ordinary income tax rate. Although I would caution that still and see if there's a better plan for those dollars currently while we can work on converting those dollars to Roth, because at 65, you know, taking a stream of payments from an annuity is going to potentially make your Social Security taxable when we're being taxed at that ordinary income. So, of course, that's going to depend, though, on how much income you're deriving from this annuity. Uh, But to answer your other questions, Mm -hmm. how will you place the entire amount in the annuity? or I'm sorry, how will placing the entire amount in the annuity be taxed? Simply moving the money in a 403B to an IRA is a non-taxable event. And so there's no direct tax consequence there. However, again, if we're just leaving it there, we're not taking the additional tax-efficient planning strategy of getting those dollars into Roth, then we are setting ourselves up for the potential of a future tax problem. Um, Would the annuity distribution satisfy required minimum distributions? I have seen some annuity contracts that say that they do not um, satisfy that requirement, but I believe those were non-qualified accounts that that Ah. was in reference to. So let's look at that on a case-by-case basis. Uh, But I I would overall take a step back on making that decision until we can figure out, is that immediate income annuity the best thing for you? Because... Uh, you know, income annuities have their purpose, right? The idea is it's sort of insurance against outliving your money. Uh, but there are fixed indexed annuity strategies that we feel oftentimes can serve a similar or the same purpose and do so in a much more uh, efficient way that includes having more money via the growth opportunities and still that downside protection that allows us to build an income plan so that you can get the income that you need. Great questions. Different concerns, equal value, as are yours. You can come in and get your questions answered. And, of course, they'll have questions for you to better learn you if you do go forward and so that they can put together information from this consultation that will really, really educate you on where you are now heading to your retirement. You can schedule with the team at Roberts Wealth Management right now for your very own comprehensive review at no cost and no obligation. seems like a lot of our listeners today have had concerns around income and What's the best way to save? How much should I save? All of these questions are important, but they're important in context. And 
the best way for us to have an understanding of the appropriate context to answer these questions is to sit down and have that initial conversation. And so from there, we'll be able to deliver to you a customized income plan that's going to utilize a lot of these strategies that we've talked about today. And it's going to set you up for what we really pride ourselves in at Robert's Wealth, and that's delivering uh, the peace of mind and having no more worries today when it comes to retirement. And this is the, the time of life we, that you're supposed to enjoy, but it's harder to do that when we're worried about income. And so I want to encourage everyone who's listening to take a moment, schedule an appointment, come in, meet with us. Let's get to work on creating that plan for income for the rest of your life. And this is no cost, no obligation. 800-891-8680 to schedule 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680. Another fresh look at retirement planning next week with Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or outperform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.